Welcome to Bundle Buddies, the podcast where we play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honneth. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 48. We have played 136 of the 1365 games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, Eric. Hello, Pulpit. Hello, Pulpit. Hello. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. We're doing an early morning record. Yeah, popping this bad boy out. You know what I've been playing is uh, Sundered Eldritch, which mm. is a game that we're going to review in uh, in a couple weeks, a few weeks. So just a spoiler I am playing it. Spoily. He keeps on playing it, which means I think he might like it. Oh, um, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then also I just downloaded uh, Hades is on Game Pass. So I downloaded. Oh, that. shit. And you haven't played before. No, I have not. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. So I'm looking. F- I've got I've got some decent games lined up to sort of fill in the cracks of my uh, strong Rocket League and Apex Legends addiction. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. Oh my god. I, to 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 be there while you play Hades. Maybe I'll you, come over. You, yeah. You want to come over? Let's just come over and hang out sometime. And we'll play. You'll play Hades, and we'll both be on our computer. Or I'll be on my computer. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds, I love that idea. That sounds really nice. Honestly, I think we're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> our listeners just heard us make plans. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, uh, well, should we uh, get into this uh, week's episode? Let's do it. Uh, our guest this week. Oh, I've been playing uh, oh, okay. my Goblin game uh, once again. I'm back on my Goblin game bullshit. Um, tender, <laughs> tenderfoot tactics. Oh, nice. Um, there's so much cool stuff going on with it. Um, okay, cool. That I absolutely love. Um, oh, hang on one second. Let me pop this off. Hey. Okay, sounds good. See you soon. Bye bye. Hey, We're gonna leave that. that. You want to leave that in the. Leave that in the podcast. No, I'm going to take that out. Okay. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, I, so yeah. Sorry. Uh, I've been playing Tenderfoot Tactics, which is the Goblin tactical game. Um, I think they've done some more updates to it, but the game is really interesting. I love it. I, I finally figured out some things about like how to get different Goblin types in it. Um, cool. It's, it's it's really wild how little it holds your hand and how much you have to kind of fucking figure out by just wandering around. So That's I'm cool. having fun doing that. I like it. I've also been watching Star Trek The Next Generation, almost done with season one. Next um, gen watch, baby. We got to have like a sound like da-da-da. 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 I, I can't sing this, the Star Trek song. Da-da-da. Yeah, there it is. Our guest this week is Sean Rose, a serial creative and massive video game fan. Um, he's the online folks. He's got web comics, podcasts. Check him out on Twitter. He's a, a great uh, follow, um, and he was a great guest. Oh, uh, yeah, very fun. This week's cause is... Do you want to take it, Eric? Sure. <laughs> I feel like he used to do the causes, and then I sort of like co-opted it for a while. Yeah, no, it's fine. You can do the cause. Um uh mermaids mermaids has been supporting transgender non-binary and gender diverse children young people and their families since 1995 transgender non-binary and gender diverse children and teens need support and understanding as well as the freedom to explore their gender identity twitter.com slash mermaids underscore 
gender and uh, mermaidsuk.org.uk. Bundle Buddies have donated to them. If you donate and send proof to bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com, we'll shout you out on the show. Uh, I'm stoked. Let's get into this uh, episode. What you say? Let's do it. See you on the flip. Sick. Penis stuff. I didn't know that. Well, Anyways, Sean, thank <laughs> you for being on the I pod. Didn't, I didn't know. Uh, Hello. Have, have you and Eric met before? I don't think I, so. But I don't know. Probably not directly. I think we've we've done like uh like adjacent show things before. That's probably, you were very yeah. active in the um, telethon. Yes, was a show. Yeah. Oh right. sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I maybe yeah. did the first telethon. Oh my gosh! Because uh, I knew Greg, we did neo futurist stuff together. You're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That that's that's going way back. Absolutely. Um. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's uh uh yeah. Though no, we definitely have run into a lot, and, and we know a lot of the same people. Yeah. Also. Yeah. 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 That's we damn, we that's hate we hate a lot of the same people too. Yeah. 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 Let's uh, be interesting. Honest. Should we name? It's time names? to. It's time to. Hitler. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got something to say. I think this Hitler guy is a motherfucker. Yeah, this guy. I'm not afraid I'll, to say it. Yeah, a lot of people out there will, are being silenced about it, but I don't think he's a good guy. I, yeah. this yeah. really I'm bad. glad that he yeah. died. I'm yeah, really glad. I think a lot of people might be like, "You can't say that." I'll say that about Hitler. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad. Good riddance, I say. <laughs> wow, this is going to be our most controversial podcast. Yeah. Yet. Well, I hope uh, you know what. Cl- Some- clip this. You put it out there so everyone knows it. Everyone um, knows how I feel. Thank fixed. you for and thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Oh, it's our damn pleasure. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, our guest this week is the incredible, the elite, the <laughs> um. I wanted to say effeminate right there, but that's I mean that's neither here you nor say there. That. Yeah, you can say that. Um, Sean Rose, uh, we're very happy to have you, Sean. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you uh, very much for having me. I'm I'm very excited uh played some played these games and uh don't talk what, about that yet we're not talking about the games yet we'll get to the games that's all that's all i have to say games game. were played. <laughs> that'd be great if we, we have a guest that's on here who just keeps on trying to like tie things into the games and like the first part <laughs> no, of the no 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 stop no no no, no. we have a formula Sweet. and our listeners Sweet. need it in order yeah. to fall asleep yeah, yeah, if we talk about this game first, oh, it's that... going to cause tummy aches to all of our followers. <laughs> okay, if the goal is to help people sleep, I'm way into this. Oh That's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 I absolutely want to help people have a. It's hard to you know, it's hard to get peaceful sleep. Yeah, and speaking of these sweet games, let's put you to sleep. No, that's a joke. Mm. <laughs> that's really that was spicy. <laughs> it's not even it's spicy. Not even day. not even true. So, uh, but Sean, so f- for this first part of the podcast, uh, once again, w- for the first part, we are not talking about the games, despite my amazing joke a moment ago. That's but we just like to want to talk to the guest about what the fuck they played when they was uh, coming up in the world. Oh, and, sure. Like just oh, I love it. This is this is me on like very Alex's little sleep. I've had like are a, coming yeah. off. I <laughs> the wheels are coming off my bus, folks. I just I just drove Camille to the airport. My wife, oh my to God, the airport. just happened. Yeah, this morning her plane wow. got delayed. My wife is going away for five months, uh, so I'm also Ooh. neither of your hosts, Sean. You're really gonna have to. You're really gonna have to take the You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be frank with everyone. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. <laughs> 
got some Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I, uh, I did some, uh, which is the best kind of coffee you can get. So I'm on cloud nine. I, I, uh, are, are you I in grocery uh, shopping earlier? It was are you nice. in Connecticut right now? Or are you in Chicago? Um, no, I'm in, I am in Chicago. Okay. Uh, I so am. I should say that the way I know Sean mostly, we, we've met in person a number of times. And, and, you know, I don't know if we've ever explicitly hung out, but Sean is like, and, and Ben to a large extent, like does they just him and, his friends just do the funniest shit online is the best way I can put it. And I am just like a, a big fan. I've participated sometimes, but mostly I just watch it and enjoy it. It's like you guys are playing some kind of weird uh, meta <laughs> kayfabe game on side yes. online or something like that. It's, incredible. it's so hard to explain. It's impossible. Uh, <laughs> that's it's very nice of you to say that, that it's funny. And I, I do. And I agree. Um, but it's also, uh, yeah, my, my, my thing in terms of uh, online comedy things that involve me in some way it usually is basically my friends trolling me um that's the best <laughs> way it can be described is that my friends are all doing a bit and then i am the only one who is like what is it what are you doing this is very <laughs> strange so i'm just the straight man to literally the rest of my friends i would say like the rest um, of the internet sometimes yeah it's sometimes, like truly yeah. and, and and it's like it it, it is uh extremely uh I, yeah, words can't describe it, especially like any time like some I have like a new friend that comes into our sphere. It has yeah. to be like explained to them like, yeah, everyone makes jokes and like at, directed at Sean and directed at Sean and Sean is the one who reacts to it. That's just, <laughs> like, that's just how it is. And I have literally like you could literally make like a I, I have joked about this. You can literally make like a Wikipedia of like all oh, of these yeah. inside jokes yeah, that are 100%. at my specific expense. hundred percent. Like that I'm a merchant Marine that every day is my birthday uh, that I I'm always trying to attend a, a six, a six day Christian, six hour Christian rock festival. Um, I, I, can, like, I sound like a crazy person. Describing it's so good. Um, and there was an entire group that Alex knows about. I won't get into it right now. Oh it's, it God. just goes to, but there was a group on facebook called the coin militia oh my that God. turned into a group that was centered <laughs> around me just all making jokes at my expense and it's just yeah it's just a huge web of like it's, weird it, shit wikipedia I, is correct and like there are yeah. times when i will like not be like totally plugged into what's going on i'll come back and i'll have to like re like pick up what's changed or what's yeah. the, you know what the oh, new it's thing crazy. is there's a running one that ben has been doing lately where he will constantly post on my facebook and be like hey bill at uh gamestop he's been holding this game for you it's like, <laughs> like, like truck simulator <laughs> and he's like yeah he's been holding this and he's really upset like he, he helped us and, and you didn't come pick it up and i have to just be like i did not order this, this i'm not interested oh in guys this. i um, i once ordered from the wrong subway for like an after school <laughs> like a club like 20 subs and Ugh. it was like a subway that was like three miles oh, no. away and then we like oh, they God. went to the subway we thought we ordered from and like got the food and for the rest of the night that subway kept calling oh me my god because they had just made 20 oh, no. sandwiches oh, oh. All those I, poor people. I know. Uh, you just gave us a wonderful break to get, move into the next part of the episode, but I just want to talk about my favorite bit from the whole. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> which is. Yeah, the, yeah, what is um, it? The, uh, sometimes Stephen Winchell will take uh, conversations about Coldplay uh, from like their G chat. And this is, yeah, and this is a funny bit. And yeah. put them over New Yorker captions, and then he'll post it and say something like, ah, incredibly, uh, Eurodite. These, uh, 
New Yorker captions. You have to be a certain kind of intelligent to get this. And the channel will be like, this is uh, from a conversation we had about Coldplay, you know, five it's, minutes ago. You took it from a, our G-chat. He'll take a New York, like, he'll ask me a specific question in private chat about Coldplay. He's like, what do you think is the, the best track from uh, A Rush of Blood to the Head? I'll be like, well, you know, I really like A, a Whisper. I think it's underrated. And then he'll take a... The comic, the, the the art from a New Yorker comic, mm. and he'll replace the caption with the, "A Whisper" is really an underrated track from <laughs> "Rush of Blood to the Head," and I'm just like, this is clearly not the comic. You clearly just uh, uh, changed it. And he's like, no, that's and and it, the the bit is that it's the it's the print version. Like, I'll find the actual comic, and he's like, no, this is not the real comic. Um, and he's like, oh, it's only it's, the print version. And I'm like, and can you show me the print version? And he's like, no, like, I can't show. Twelve it people in the comments been like, oh man, yeah, the everyone, New Yorker is so intelligent. I get this. This everyone like, else goes along with it. So Sean I feel like, like I'm going crazy. Sean's like, point, this doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, why would this be about? Like, why would two penguins be saying this about Coldplay? And they'll be like, you just don't get it. It's a very intelligent comic sort of the thing thing. that happens with all these bits. And this will be the last thing I say about it. uh, The thing that happens with all these bits is that I really do start to doubt myself when when it is literally like everyone that I know, even if I know it's a bit, I know it's a joke. But all of my friends are all supporting it, and they're all going along. And sometimes members of your members of your family too, and including my my mom and my sister will. Mm. And I and I have to be like, am I? Am I wrong? Like, I, it gets to a point where I really oh, do. Um, so it really is. Yeah, it's really, it's really something. It's yeah. so deranged. Anyways, thank you, thank oh you gosh. for letting me talk. There's oh, no one. There's no one I get to talk to this. Uh, in what other context whatever. would we ever get yeah, to talk about? Exactly, exactly. Um, but I, I also know you as uh, someone who um, has been playing uh, video games and has a lot of opinions about them for a long time. I think you and I both sure. share. A lot of feelings about Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy three being or six would, rather being like yeah. two of the greatest games ever. Sure, um, I've yeah. seen you make art about those things, which I absolutely love. Well, thank um, you. So let, let's but start back at the beginning. Like, you know, what kind of games are you into more broadly? Yeah, sure. So I would say um, probably the games I go. So my, my history with it is that I grew up very much like a Nintendo kid. I was uh, I had an classic NES, Nintendo dork over yeah. here. Yeah. That the real stuff when gaming was real, um, you weren't holding your hand, you know. Um, but I was like, when I was like a kid, I, I was obsessed with uh, with Mario. Like Mario was like my uh, my hero. Um, <laughs> very sad to say, but true. Um, I love my my parents once went to uh, they visited Italy for some trip and they came back and there was like a, a a thing that like there was like a store shop that said like Mario or something like that and they're like this is where Mario lives and I and I believed. <laughs> Them uh, that's adorable um, that's yeah, so I funny was, i was a, a, a dumb little kid um <laughs> thought mario was real um but yeah i was very into like like platform like the the first few mario games and i remember um probably the one that really i think the first game that i got really really involved in was uh super mario rpg mm-hmm. um, when that came out for the super nintendo that was a huge deal because I, I had never played an rpg before i was like nine years old and i was like i'm gonna get this game because it's a um it's a Mario game. So I'm like, mm. I want to play this. And I remember playing it and being like, I don't understand anything that's happening. Why am I just <laughs> standing there? Why it's does Mario a- have to stand there? And then he gets hit and you can't get out of the way. Just like, what what, what, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, <laughs> it's and, just, and, what the hell is this? Yeah. And like these numbers are coming up. And I remember, I distinctly remember going to bed that night after playing it for the first time and just thinking to myself, there's got to be a way to 
to dodge. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure <laughs> out how to dodge. And of course, you know, there isn't, but, but I still, but I fell in love with it. Like I, that was when I like the first RPG I ever played. And I was so involved in that. I, I loved it so much. And so like, I very much, so I'd say like platformers and also um, like JRPGs, like final mm -hmm. fantasy became like a big thing mm -hmm. for me. Um, the PlayStation final fantasies specifically were, were like a big, Oh, yeah. influence on me but also like like uh, uh alex was saying uh chrono trigger and uh final fantasy 6 and the super nintendo game chrono trigger is like probably my favorite game probably an unbelievable uh, game i've been it, trying to convince eric to play it for a year yeah i've been i mean i've maybe heard that chrono trigger is like the best game ever for like 15 years and it's at some like, point i just need to play it yeah it's like it's hard to explain it it kind of just does everything just really well um, right. like music is great. It's, it's not too long. Like there's, it, mm. it doesn't feel over long. It's very, um, the battle system is very accessible and like, um, yeah, it just, that game rules. Uh, but also like, um, yeah, I really like, uh, uh, yeah, RPGs. I, I play a lot and, um, uh, that, that's kind of like the main thing. I, I play some first person shooter stuff. I, I, I enjoy the, um, the half-life series a lot. Mm. Played a good amount of that. Um, and, uh, Right now, I'm playing a game called Control. Sure. Um, yeah, it's I sort of it. like a, uh, uh, um, I'd say it's like I don't know, like a sort of like sci-fi horror-ish kind of game. Oh, cool. More, more like psychological horror-ish. Mm. Um, uh, like, but it is also kind of like an action shooter a little bit. But it has like a very like weird, like eerie feel to it. Um, it's but it's fun. It's also very fun to play. I, I've been enjoying it uh, very much. It's cool. Interesting. That's cool. Um, I yeah. going back to I I remember uh, Shining Force was like the first RPG that I played mm. on on video game. It was for Sega, and specifically the like the turn based combat mechanics where you were not interacting with each other. Like it mm. also broke my brain a little bit. But then <laughs> it does that thing that in a lot of ways I, I i mean a lot of video games kind of um you know there's lots of good reasons for it but um it's almost like a suspension of disbelief a little bit like mm -hmm. it's the video game version of suspension of disbelief when you're like Ugh! and then like the you know the character like 100 feet away just goes like and, and yeah. takes like yeah, yeah. you know 15 damage or whatever yep. mm -hmm. and and i i think that like something that did something to my brain where my brain started like filling in the gaps of like what that combat actually was and i think that yep. that's a lot of what make that thing like so attractive to me those mm. games like so rich is that it just like really it triggered my brain filling in the gaps yes and absolutely. so i would think about it all the time yeah 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 that's i feel like yeah i, I feel like just like turn-based rpgs like when you're kind of first introduced to that it really is like if, if you're a kid and you've just never been exposed to it before, it's like a very interesting, like, yeah, it does something really interesting to your brain. And I was also, um, I, I was also like a big fan of, um, I'm also a big Zelda fan too. Like Zelda is like a big, that, that's a big franchise for me. Um, like uh, Wind Waker and Link's Awakening. Mm -hmm. um, 
Breath of the I, Wild. Like, I hate it. Can I just can I just wow. like become like fucking anti Zelda now? Like I Zelda's great. Wow. I mean, like it's fine. Like I played Ocarina of Time, but like oh, Alex crazy. loves Zelda, and everybody comes on this podcast. You always say Zelda. that, and the fact is that it's not that I love Zelda. I just think that Breath of the Wild is like one of the best games that's been ever created because I, it yeah. it really does tra- it transported me in a way that I've never experienced with the the closest approximation is like skyrim but this is like skyrim x5 kind of a thing because you can do so much more in it like it really is like a wild yeah breath of the wild i i played for like uh i don't know like five months straight i think yeah it was very much like uh yeah like like you said like getting kind of lost in it i i was very much um i remember when it came out i was going through kind of a, a rough mental time and so it was very nice like it was a very nice game to like chill out to uh mm-hmm. like because you can just kind of do whatever in it and like the plot of it you don't even really have to like you can just kind of go off and like you know climb a mountain and then just jump off a mountain like, the, the, <laughs> the feeling i got from playing skyrim which was the, the other game i mentioned a second ago that was like really did it for me in a big way was like the same feeling i get from like play, reading a, a fun fantasy novel or something like that and engaging with that kind of world and being like yeah. oh i want to explore the lore and do this stuff but yes there the sense of like play and discovery in breath of the wild is really second to none like the the way that you can construct like little mini stories in it too you know about what goes on and what's happening it's just like it's not like something i've ever experienced in a video game anyways that's really it's really too bad that i've developed like my just now newfound disdain and hatred for zelda your heel turn what a what a what a children's game Wow. Okay, here we go. What a what a what a basically like Tetris. I mean, this was definitely uh, planted in your brain because you were a Sega kid, not a Nintendo kid. So, like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're predisposed. I don't trust any. Well. I don't. I don't trust any Sega kids. I gotta be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> yeah. Zelda needs a backwards cat. Never forget. I never. I knew it. <laughs> you just want to a... be Alex Kid and uh, <laughs> and, Ve- and Vector Man. Oh, I love I Vector Man. I know where your allegiances lie. <laughs> Vector man, and, vector uh, man. Uh, and echo the dolphin dude i want to see uh, a vector man movie oh, i'd love to see an echo the dolphin movie what do echo you think the, yeah. what do you really what would it be about it just be about fucking echo, swimming he's man. a dolphin he's uh you're right you know. it should be a show i don't remember what the <laughs> plot of that game was but uh i think the there's aliens there's aliens yeah there's yeah. a weird like this shit echo, going like, on in that weird and like yeah. uh like new age yeah aliens have hacked into like the dolphin's brain in order to fight against other aliens that are coming down simply amazing i love that (laughs) that's so weird the first uh well no you you know what was weird i was like i was a nintendo kid but for some reason the handheld that i got was uh for like christmas one year was a game gear oh i had a game gear yeah Yeah. and i had uh i had sonic blast like which was not very good it was like that just the sonic platformer game it's like it was yeah like it was a sonic platformer game for the the game gear that had like the like the 3d graphic like that didn't look oh yeah 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 um i had a a a bart simpson uh game where he was uh fallout it was like a radioactive man game that wasn't very sure that's rad i had had the spot Oh, the Lion King. Ooh, Seven Up, the spot. Nice. That was a fun. Like, I mean, like, nice. it's I, like come to think of it, like, what a fucking disgusting thing for me oh, to yeah. have just been like 
sitting and stare. Like I played the spot for probably like a month straight, like just straight oh, up yeah. an advertisement. Like because, it is yeah. an advertisement, but it was like oh. fun. Like you had like, there was like a nice yeah. little like bouncy tactile element to the spot. There yeah. were a few games like that. They also made a Noid video game. There was a Noid uh-huh. game. I, I, I um, think, I th- I don't know if I realized, I mean, it is kind of disgusting to think about it like this, like you were saying, Eric, but just like, I was like, those are corporate mascots, but it's so ubiquitous. I do not consider that. Like, I'm not thinking about that. They're selling anything yeah. in the slice. I'm like, oh, that's just a character from a video game. That's just yeah. a character from popular culture. Like, yeah. and he also happens to sell this thing, which is like totally normal and fine. And so, <laughs> it's just a cool spot. Was it yeah. a Chester Cheetah game? Oh, oh I'm God. sure I'm there. I'm sure there probably I wish was. there was. Oh my <laughs> God, was. are you kidding? There was me? also Chester um, Cheetah. But you know, this was also like when you were a kid and 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 in the 90s specifically i'm sure it's probably still 90s kids will know but 90s kids will know um but you know you get a game and like it's just you know your you your parents spent like 60 bucks on it or whatever and it's like well this is the game that you have like yeah even if it sucks it doesn't matter like you have to play it because and that's also like what else are you doing yeah. Um, your homework, you're not doing your homework. Come on, get a grip. I'm gonna play. Um, I'm gonna you're play. Hopped up on Capri Sun Roadrunner game. That, that I, I had, had the Roadrunner game. Oh yeah. man, I had the Roadrunner game. Uh, I remember it being no fine. Yeah, it was like, it was what it was. It was a, it was a game. The biggest, so the biggest <laughs> betrayal I had as a kid. First uh-huh. game that I had was a game called Mario's Time Machine. Uh, and <laughs> i've heard of this game it was i was so, remake. uh this was i wish um this was a an educational game but oh. I, I i saw it in the store and i was just like i saw it at toys r us i'm like that's mario going in, in time that sounds amazing like that sounds so cool and my mom is like this looks like an educational game i don't think you want this yeah. <laughs> and oh, i was like yes i mom- do <laughs> Your mom had the opposite opinion about any other mom. You are not going to enjoy this game. Your mom's and like, I was get like, this first person shooter. What is wrong with you? <laughs> get Doom. Get yeah. the, <laughs> I do love that idea. Wait, oh, wait murder dude, Hitler man. at the end. You're not going to um, like this, Sean. And you're like, Mom, do not tell me what I yeah. like and don't <laughs> like. <laughs> but she was right. Uh, the game is you do homework in it. Um, oh, you, no. you fill in the blanks to fill in facts about history and then uh you have to do all this horseshit. it's terrible and Wait, i remember so that that yeah. implies that mario's history is the same history as your and my history yes. is that it, it's, there's a lot of questions mario has to go back and the plot is that bowser stole a bunch of artifacts from history which yes is apparently the same history that we all have um <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. It's just at some point in 1923. In yeah, Bowser showed up. Uh, at some point, uh, Bowser showed up and stole like Beethoven's fifth, like the cheap music. That's one of the things. So um, that means Beethoven is canonical in the Mario universe. Yes. That's Beethoven so is Joan of Arc is because Joan of Arc is in this game. I listen. This is a can of worms. <laughs> yeah but anyway i i beat this game like i played all the way through and i beat it and i got an ending because there are multiple endings to this game <laughs> Good. and the yeah, ending that really i got go back and play that, again, don't yeah you? i know right the ending was that bowser it was bowser on like a beach like like sipping a, a mai tai and the <sighs> text came down and said you didn't beat the game fast enough bowser got away try again and now like, bowser's going to do pearl harbor 
You know, it's interesting. We we're talking earlier yeah. about this guy named Hitler. Uh, you can't spell Bowser without Hitler, I think. I feel That's like true. Bowser could have maybe, you know, Bowser had a time machine. I feel like there's a few things in history he could have fixed and taken care of and he didn't. That, um, oh, my. Bowser goes back you know. and, and Bowser, you know, steals Lee Harvey Oswald's gun, you know, or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, in what direction are we going to take this in? Because there's a lot... Um, but yeah, and it's also like the game is supposed to, it's supposed to be an educational game. You're supposed to spend, like take your time with it. So uh -huh. I have no idea why they're like, oh, you didn't beat it fast enough. Like, you, I, I'm learning. Uh you want me to <laughs> speed through this? Like a fucking speedrunner or something? Like what? It was ridiculous. It was, yeah. Anyway. Oof, that uh, sounds I'm going to say, I'm going to say that I don't recommend it. Just personally. <laughs> Martin's Time Machine, don't drop the, the dollars on it. I traded my Game Gear for a turtle. I've said this now. Yeah, the, an incredible, an incredible thing. That's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, turtle the, didn't last the, super long. It lasted longer than those batteries did. Oh yeah, you know. Um, you know. I'm just surprised that uh, like, I it's weird that I didn't have a Game Boy for a while because it feels like a Game Boy would have been like a slam dunk for me. Mm, um, yeah. but instead I had a Game Gear, which I I didn't get a Game Boy until the Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, mm -hmm. Game Boy Pocket was my first Game Boy. Which was nice. The Game Boy Pocket was pretty nice for its time. So. Did you get Pokemon? I did. Yes. Oh yeah. I I was Pokemon was very much like I remember when Pokemon came out. There was a lot of like all these other trends that happened, like Tamagotchis and Pogs and all this crap. And I remember and even all myself, this crap. Yeah, all this trash. <laughs> and I remember I got the uh, the Pokemon uh, VHS tape from uh, Nintendo from like Nintendo Power or something. And it was like an ad for Pokemon. Like it was Pokemon was about to come out. Like the show was about to come out. And they're like, Pokemon's coming out, the game and everything. And it's going to be a big deal. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not falling for this one. You're not going to make me do it. You're not going to make me do it. And then my friend uh, got the, like, got the, like Pokemon Red, I think. And he showed me it. And I'm like, ah, God damn it. Oh, I got to so get good. this. I got to get this game. I got to watch the this. show now. Gotta catch uh, them all. We had so for whatever reason the we would watch the show in the morning before taking the bus to school, but the mm -hmm. show would end like whatever kind of you know like deal the local channel that was playing it in the morning had like syndication deal or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would end right after Charizard like evolved, right, and oh it would just God. start over again from the beginning. And, oh my God. and it was like, that I, I mean, like, oh, we were gripped. We were so like excited about this show. Right. And we would show up and then like, you're like building and building and building. And then like, it's like, oh, Charizard evolved. And it's like, now I'm Ash. Like, I don't know what's going on in the world. And you're like, no, that's, that's infuriating. Listen, Ash was a very poor trainer. Like we, and no, I was, he really is. Yeah. Uh, my friends, my friends and I knew this at the time. When yeah. We he's the real like, Zelda, we're all the Pokemon we're, world. No, there you go. Fair, Shots fired. Like, unbelievable. Doesn't even not even a good Shots burn. Shots fired. I'll come. Um, I'll find a good one. I think it was a pretty good burn. Thank you. I think it was. Sean, but, uh, please don't yeah. encourage him. Unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Listen, listen. Eric can say what he wants. It's a free. It's a free country. That's fantastic. He can, he can, he can say colors he, don't run. He can. <laughs> he can say you know what, what he wants. Say? Oh yeah, oh, Eric. Uh, I, I got some things you could say. Fart, poop, shit, penis. 
Those are the words a Zelda a Zelda head uses. Not even a Zelda head. Unbelievable. Brutal. You fucking Zelda head. Uh, do you have a like what's an what's an all time game? All time favorite, yeah. I also would love to talk Ooh. about the Final Fantasies on the PlayStation because sure. I really didn't play those at all. Um I, another game that Other is a favorite seven. of mine uh is um I'm a big fan of uh Mother Three, mm. uh oh, which I is don't... of the of the Earthbound uh Mother series. I also am a big fan of Earthbound very much. Um I was kind of a I was kind of a latecomer to that whole franchise really i didn't play it when i was a kid i got into it when i was a a, a college adult uh mature adult ma etc um <laughs> rating, I think, still. or ao is that still a rating the is earthbound only? is it porny no no it's not a porn game um, no it's like uh, believe it or not uh it is not a porn game but um but yeah, no. I uh, Mother Three is uh, again. It's a JRPG, but it's uh, it's great. I remember it. I, I played it for the first time when the because uh, it, it has never been officially released in the uh, United States, or it has never been officially localized into English. Uh, but there was a big fan translation that uh, was done by like like a, like professional like like yeah. people who work in like professional mm. uh, localizing did it. So it's like a professional job. Um, and it feels that way. It's really well done. Um, but they did an English patch of it that came out maybe like a couple years after. It was like 2008, I think, that the patch came out. And that's when I first played it. And it's it's just a wonderful, it's just a beautiful game. And and so was Earthbound. Uh, like I, I love I love both those games very much. Um, but Mother Mother Three really has stuck with me uh, very much. So was there something? Um, what what specifically about it? Um. So Mother Three specifically is. I think what's really interesting about the mother games in general, like that series is that uh, it's, it's created by uh, this guy, Shigesato Itoi. And he is like, it's basically just like written by him. Like he's, he was mm. like a, um, I think he was kind of like an author in Japan and like, kind of like a celebrity, like before he started making the mother games and he just really wanted to make like a video game series cool um and so like it, it was almost sort of like a i wouldn't say like a vanity project but it was sort of like a celebrity project in japan that like this dude who was just like an author really just wanted to make video games um and so like what's really interesting about those games in general is that they very much feel like they have like a specific like voice to them uh, cool. like even yeah. even yeah. when it's translated like you really get that like and it's like it's they're very funny like they're very strange and and kind of quirky and um very uh like there's a lot of like weird humor in it and and it's very but it's very um Mo mother three is especially is like very um it's short like it's it, it, similar to chrono trigger it's very it's very compact mm -hmm. it's not um it's very story driven it's not super it, it's not too long um i think something that was interesting that he said that he wanted to do is that um in most rpgs you know how like obviously in most jrpgs especially you're kind of like you go around the world like you go to a bunch of different worlds you go to a bunch of different mm -hmm. places mother three specifically he designed it to be like you stay in one town for most of it but the uh -huh. town changes over cool. time mm. um like over the, as the story develops like the small town kind of changes over time um and yeah and it's just and it's also uh it is a heartbreaking game it is one of the most uh brutally like from the beginning this game uh, is designed to uh, uh, stomp all over your heart and uh, oh. make you cry like a baby. Um, that's that's what it's that's what it's there to do, um, and I, it's very very good at it. 
I'm um, interested. It's, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's Eric, this game. This um, was um so Aaron K. Van Pay, another previous guest, was very into Earthbound as well. She's playing yeah, it through. Earthbound right is now. great. Earthbound yeah. is wonderful too. Um I started playing this because you you uh you can play it was a Game Boy Advance game, which I think it was is a Game Boy Advance game. So yes. wacky. And yes. You're, the party is like a little family. Is that right? Like that's those are the people you play sort with. Of, it's, yeah. Um, don't say no more. Spoiler. Say no more. That, yeah. Don't don't spoil it. Let's um, stop talking about it because I I will play this game. I will play the family is the family is a very central thing. In all these games, family is a very central theme. Mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting. Earthbound is a whole other can of worms. Earthbound is great for for sort of different. They're both kind of uh, they're different. Like Earthbound is more like a weird trip, but like in mm. a, in a great way. Um, and it's also very like emotional but not not as much mother three is much more outwardly like it is gonna fuck you up <laughs> mm, um earthbound that. is a little more um like it, it 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 gets you in moments where you don't really expect it um but Earth, earthbound is also great i love earthbound very much so yeah that that would be a that would be a big one for me nice mother three. nice <laughs> Okay, folks, we are back again with the second part. Uh, so I think you should probably be entering your second REM cycle now, right around now, <laughs> which is perfect. Uh, we played three Beautiful. games this week: uh, Palace of Woe, Death, or uh, Preposterous, a nonviolent RPG, and of course, Guitar Fretter. Why don't we start with Palace of Woe uh, from Ouch, a puzzle lo-fi made description: a sort 'em up labyrinth with one ending. Uh, cw light body horror um so i couldn't get this to war- i couldn't figure out oh, really? the, the button to push to enter the game oh no i think so, it was like x or z it was yeah. one of those yeah. yeah it was yeah x and z were like the two buttons yeah, yeah. um so i tried I, to get my controller to work with it i have a uh, um i use my uh this is gamer shit Nice. I use my Nintendo Switch Pro controller. Uh, all, for all for stuff. the listeners, um, uh, slowly falling asleep, Sean is yeah. holding a video game controller yes, to the I camera that we can see. I'm a gamer. He's yeah. and he's shouting, "I'm a gamer." Yeah, in case you can't hear. Um, but yeah, I use it. Uh, I, I tried to get it to work with this, and it did. I don't think it has controllers, no. No, which is it, fine. It doesn't it, really need it. But, it did yeah. take me a second to play. It's uh, I think it's a bitsy game, right? Or at least it's. I do not think me... this is a bitsy game, but I do it, think this really? is a, the bitsy aesthetic. Yeah, I don't think it was built in bitsy. Oh, cool. I mean, that actually okay. That makes sense because it's got the little like cut to you know Pokemon e yeah you know turn based. Yes. Um, sort of uh, fighting style it's sort of a puzzle thing you're walking around in this space and um my initial impression of this game was like oh my god what the fuck this is like oh like too (laughs) lo-fi and then as i kept playing it i got i got kind of into it what what uh what was your experience sean I, I thought this was interesting. I, I agree. I, I was a little bit, um, I, I think for me, it was a little bit of a like, uh, oh, I don't know 100% what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but it, yeah, no, it definitely, I, I found it more interesting as it, yeah, I definitely found it more interesting as it wear along. I, I like the, um, I do like the, I feel like of the games that we have here that we're talking about, uh, I feel like this one probably had the most like consistent, art style like mm-hmm. overall like in terms of like it felt very much like i don't know if i want to say necessarily built from the ground up but it felt very um the, it felt kind of 
consistent like it felt very i liked the art um i like i like the battle graphics a lot yeah um like when you get into a battle like the way like you said it is kind of like pokemon ish i think with um, these like sort of two-tone lo-fi games like the color choice is so important and they did a yes. really good job it's like this nice light mm -hmm. blue and this nice like pastel pink and so yes. as you're kind of wandering around in this space i think like up top i was like i got frustrated and then like the battles are these kind of like it's like tetris yeah you're timed and you have to like kind of place these blocks yeah uh, and they have like one me of um, <laughs> yeah oh i'm sorry go ahead I'm no no no. go ahead i was gonna say that um it reminded me i don't know if either of you have played uh, undertale um no. but uh undertale undertale's thing is that it is a um when when you get into battles uh, it kind of does like a um, it, it's sort of circumventing the typical JRPG like battle where it's like you do um, it, you do like little shmup things like shoot 'em up game stuff in it. Um, and I think this is kind of similar to that in that. Yeah. In, but instead of that, it, like you said, it's like Tetris. It's like you get these depending on who you're fighting. Mm -hmm. They all have like different kinds of blocks that they have. Yeah. And the first yeah. like there's chairs when you fight the chairs. And I had encountered a lot of chairs and I was like. Oh, is this it? Like, it's like, this is too easy. This sort of like, yeah. it's only three blocks and you can like rotate it however you want. And then like, all, yeah. and it's like, and then you start fighting like more difficult and more difficult things. And it yes. gets tough and it, complicated. And yeah. like, you're on a timer. It's that I think is it, when yeah. it started to get like kind of interesting. I fought against a character called uh, Badmouth. I don't know if I encountered so this. So I one. found so another element to this game was that like you're like kind of shifting chairs around and you know this there's these sort of like uh you know secret passageways and stuff like that and it it felt very so like my initial like sort of experience of this game was like contained too easy and then as I like found these like you know interesting passageways and like ways through the the forest and like um I ended up in this like feeling very uh enchanted by this game right like like i actually had you know found something special because i had sort of like pushed through my initial impulse that was just like fuck this you know yeah like, um yeah it, so is, like, cool. it takes a second yeah it, it does like take a second because at first it was it is very much just like what like yeah i'm like okay got it sure yeah, um but like, then like yeah. you know i'm wandering through the forest i found bad mouth he's like surrounded by a bunch of like crab people and when you attack bad mouth it goes bad mouth talks trash and then when you lose to bad mouth it goes bad mouth breaks your heart oh that's funny that's could very not funny be I, I like i liked that little like those little dialogues with like if you win or lose against i i thought i i i i have two things about the battle system one i i was not particularly good at it even though mm -hmm. i liked it yeah i was i i found myself fucking up constantly but the the nice thing about it is that it is um this game is pretty forgiving in that it's like you can basically fight an enemy as many times as you want yeah you don't really like die like you lose a fight but you don't really see any consequences to it you, you yeah. kind of just lose and then and then then you're just back there so you can just fight the enemy again if you want um yeah. so you can basically just try it as many times as you need to um but yeah no it's tricky like i i found like basically like if you like the blocks can overlap with the blocks that were already set. And if you overlap any of them, you get hurt. 
Yeah, you take um, a hit point, and yeah. if you like successfully make a line, it does yeah. a hit point of damage. Yeah, if you get the row, then and so you and so it's trying to like you have to get more rows than get before you get hurt enough to to, to lose. And it can be, um, I mean, like it's on a timer, so if you're shifting around and you've accidentally placed that thing in the wrong oh, spot, God. I did that so many times. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I was just like, oh man, like some some of those trees, like in some of the uh, like. Uh, I forget what else like th there were just some enemies where i'm just like god these blocks i can't like i can't wrap my head around dropping there, these in the right way i'm just there's like, oh, like I'm a cool up. looking spider thing called longless uh, yes i did run into the spider yes and I, that was yeah i this game's got something got it's got a little bit there yeah why don't I we agree. the final thoughts uh sure alex do you want to go ahead yeah, um, I think this game made two of my very thoughtful friends uh, <laughs> come around and think about it, and I respect that a lot. So I'm a big-time play on this. I think they did a really good job convincing my two good friends that it was fun. Um, That's very nice. Uh, That's so nice. Sean, why don't you go next? That's nice. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, yeah, I, I'd, say, I'd say play. I, it's one of those things where I, um, I made a note. I made a note here... Uh, uh, saying that I feel like uh, smarter people than me will do better at this game. <laughs> um, I'm a I'm a dummy, and and I think I. But no, I I did. I, I'm gonna say yeah, cause, yeah, because like what Eric was saying, like um, there there's there's a lot, there's more to this than you think. There's a yeah. lot of things that you can do. There's a lot like going like you said, going into the forest, and like you can find all these little things in it, and it's very interesting. Like it does it it doesn't hold your hand really, so you do have to figure some some shit out, but. Um, no, like yeah, what I, button I, to use? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, Roadblock yeah. for me. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. Alex will definitely let me be able to play this game. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say a yes. I would say a yes to playing this one. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a play as well. It seems up top very um, uh, contained and uh, boring, but what it is is actually just like a really well-designed kind of like early part of a game that sort of teaches you the rules of the game without holding your hand in any way. And then like you find yourself able to explore in a way uh, that's non, that doesn't feel trivial um, despite the fact that it's probably just really good game design in a, in a very specific kind of limitation. So I think palace of yeah. woe is uh, it's, it's, it's got something there. And like the aesthetics, like I said, like that little like spider thing with a little like eye, it, like it looks the, like, you know, the very like bitty kind of graphics. Um, they do some like cool, interesting stuff with it. So like really, really good. It's, it's, it's worth playing, I think, and checking out if uh, you're looking for, a way to pass, you know, an hour or something like that. All right. That's three plays. Ooh. Um, next up is Death Preposterous, a nonviolent RPG from J. Ray Hawk, a role-playing 2D colorful controller, creative, metaphysical, multiple ending, nonviolent, relaxing RPG maker game. Description. Is death really as it seems? What if we had the wrong idea? What if death wasn't death at all? When a visit to the island's mansion turns out to be much more than our protagonist bargains for, Discover what happens in the aftermath. Unco uncover a nefarious secret and earn an audience with a pre prestigious. <coughs> wow. Of the estate. With the prestigious <laughs> King Cough. Is that part of the description? Um, so, again, <laughs> full disclosure I booted this one up and then uh, was tired and I had to take a nap. 
No reflection on the game. Just been going super hard this week, so I didn't oh. get a chance to really dive into it. I know. I'm. This is the first time one of us has really bailed this hard in an episode, and I, I got to apologize to you this both. Is this is beautiful. What did you guys think? This is our first RPG Maker game, which is interesting. Is it our first? I feel like we've played a couple. Maybe we. I don't know. I, I don't. Th- we've certainly talked about RPG Maker with people quite a bit, but like the only other thing that feels yeah. sort of similar to this would be like Jimmy and the Pulsating Mass, and that is not. No, an RPG that one's definitely game. not. I think I That's feel a, like we oh, yeah. played, but maybe I'm wrong. I, but um, have you guys yeah. covered Jimmy and the Pulsating Mass on here? We, we have. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Wow. Have That's you played in the bundle? That's a heavyweight. I've I've played some of that. I um, like that game a ton. Yeah. I didn't. So the only reason I have not played more of it is because I started last year. I started playing some of that on my um, on my laptop, and then uh, I decided to. And I played it through it for a bit, and then I got a gaming PC that I I built last year, um, and I was like, "Fuck, I would have to start. I want to play it on this instead." Uh, yeah. But it's like, nah, I don't feel like doing another. Uh, and that's the only reason. So I, I I keep meaning to go back to it, but that game is like. Yeah, that game is on another. That game is on Earthbound. Another That's yeah, on another he, level. Yeah. Casey, Casey in Texas did a great job. Yeah, um, great stuff. Death, preposterous. Yeah, this is you're so you're wandering around. Uh, yes, up top you're pretty you're pretty on the rails, and um, spoiler alert, you die. Uh, and that's yes. kind of the the preposterous of the intro. Um, but death you find out is it's not uh, it's not what us humans think death is because uh, then you talk to god and uh, and then god sends you back down there's like some some sort of like malignant could you figure out how to I, pronounce no, the name of the yeah, villain i i i should have noted uh the the name down it's like malignant malignant l-m-a-l-i-g-n-a-u-n-s-s-e malignant malignant yeah i was i was just every time i saw that name come up i was just like this this psychopath has has put up a mansion up on the island and uh and put up a fence around the mansion and is not allowing any of their employees to leave and not allowing any outside contact. What the fuck is this guy's deal? And uh, your wife is working there. I had, yeah. And so, like, I had driven my wife to the airport and was playing this game, and I was like, I'm gonna keep coming back from dying wow. in order to meet my wife you're, again. You're living this game. Um, that's that's uh, truly insane. That's it's, uh, Yeah. Yeah, and also, and if you touch the barrier, you uh, around the the, the place, you, you die immediately instantly. die, <laughs> die instantly. Um, and uh, it is not immediately clear that this will happen until it happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but it's sort of it doesn't really affect you negatively. Um, no, except you. I do. So, like the second time, every time after you die, the first time you go back to the afterlife, and um, yes. And the initial time you're back in the afterlife, it took me a long time to find God again. And all of the spirits that I kept talking to had a lot of ver- of like philosophical Ooh, ruminations yes. on death that you yes. uh, could not skip. Yes, and, uh, I did. I found um, that uh, playing. I was able to play this on my controller. I yes. found that if I hit the R button, it would like 
skip through the uh, the dialogue uh, really fast. I don't know what button like equivalent that was on like a control on a, like a keyboard. Yeah. But I I guess there was an option to do it. But yeah, okay. that that was. Right. Um. So I was able to kind of like fast forward through some of it. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. I, Eric, I don't know how far you got in this game. Um. I'm gonna say how far I got yeah. was I basically did a lot of just kind of walking around. Sure. I did a lot of walking around in the afterlife and talking to people. Okay. Um, I did one thing. I I didn't. Get, I don't know if there's combat in this game because I didn't encounter any. I no, think it's nonviolent. I, I, I encountered one point. thing, and I'll talk. I'll talk about my okay. encounter. Okay. Yes. You you can but tell me. No, exactly no, no. What keep, it was. I want to hear where you because I'm. Yeah. This, it's it, this game is is in some ways, uh, it feels somewhat impenetrable, to me. But that's because yeah. I didn't spend. You know, I spent probably a couple hours on it, but there's a lot of text, a lot of writing, and it's not, um, it's pretty non-linear, right? Yes. So you're kind of, so the what I did was at some point I died and then you know how that ship, right? There's somebody guarding the ship. Yes. Yeah. There was one time that I died and there was nobody standing there guarding that ship. Interesting. Anymore. And so okay. I was able to walk onto the ship and hide in a crate. And that took Ooh. me to this is maybe spoilers, but uh, uh, it took me to the mansion and uh, at the Ooh. mansion, it, they've set up like these trials and tribulations uh, or like there's like a sign where the, the person is, is like, congratulations, you've made it past my electric fence. But I don't <laughs> stomach fools and I'm too busy for stuff. So I have lots of guards in this like garden maze lying around. And if you make it past them, then once you're in the mansion, it's even more dangerous what and spooky. This, what is with this fucking mal malignus? Yeah. Um, and in that maze, in that garden maze, I encountered a blue blob. And, blue my, blob. Op and my options were... Like look at it, um, sense it where I could taste it, touch touch it, or smell it, and uh, and then there was something else, and the other one was uh, run away. <laughs> did it fucking... go to like a Did it go to like a battle screen? Or yeah, it went like to that? like a you know like the you know your your classic Pokemon-y, you oh, know, okay. turn based right. sort of okay um, battle screen, and so I I touched it. And it was like, it seemed to like that you're touching it. And I got like blueberries well, on my fingers. Well, and then right. uh, and then I was like, taste it. And it was like, you lick the, the blueberry off your fingers. It tastes like blueberries. Uh, it, this okay. this wiggly thing seems to be like really into the fact that like you're tasting it off your fingers. And then you're like, uh, right. taste it again. And it's like, <laughs> you straight up just like lick this thing. It's really into the fact that you're licking <laughs> it. And, <laughs> then, and I was like, all right, let's taste it again. It's like, I need an adult. Straight up just eat, ate it, and it seemed to really dig it. And now you have, like, blueberry powers. <laughs> That's uh, a truly wild thing. Um, it's... <laughs> okay. I So, like, in lieu sure. of doing combat mechanics, they were like, okay, but how do I take this sort of, like, format of, like, combat and apply it to this yeah. thing? And it's just, like, turns out it's a little bit, it's, like... It's a little freakier. I am very curious now. I almost I, want to um, see this. I, I'm going to cut out that whole conversation because it's so spoily. So no, be, I don't. Nice, okay, nice, wait, here's a nice no. deep, and then I don't think so. I here's the here's the thing. I think that this game is like 
is is a, very a passion project. It's RPG maker. Yeah, it's 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 kind of all over the place. And it definitely so, felt like an RPG maker game. I I feel like I've barely scratched the surface on yes. it, and I. So my experience was then like I kind of got caught in the maze and then they threw me in the dungeon. I, I starved to death in the dungeon doing mm. hard labor and I came back oh and God. I couldn't get on that ship again. And I was just like, I don't I can't I can't keep. Playing. Yeah. The, the thing that I did, because I was curious to see what would happen if I did this. Um, and this isn't a spoiler because I, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler because like I, I played maybe about an hour of this game or maybe a little bit more. And so this happens very early on. But I basically went to because you can go to God or whatever after you die, and mm -hmm. God is like, "Do you want to go back or do you want to just give up?" Did you say? And no? I was like, "I said no," <laughs> and God was like, "Okay, yeah, you can stay here, but we can put someone else down there to take your place." And you're uh -huh. like, "Okay," and then you start playing as somebody else, and I was like, oh, "That's funny, interesting." I was like, <laughs> "Okay," so yeah, like you said, like, but but that was kind of where I left off, where it's like I didn't really even. I wasn't even really able to get started with that character too much. And I was like, okay. Yeah. It, it, same thing where I feel like I'm kind of scratching the surface. Um, I think this game is, I think the most effort was put of the games that we've talked about. I think the most effort was put into like the writing of it. Mm -hmm. Like clearly there's a lot of like dialogue and a lot of like, like you said, Eric, when you talk to people in the afterlife, they have a lot of um, thoughts and philosophy about death and the afterlife and what it means. And, um, what it really is, and 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 people will talk to you for a very long time about it. Yeah. Um, perhaps a little too much, but uh, it's. I mean, it's interesting. Um, I don't know. It's it's a. This is an odd one. It, there, there's a lot of work put into it. Um, yeah. I don't really. I don't quite know how I feel about it. It was a, a very odd one. Well, why don't we get into final thoughts? That's the perfect place to be. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, any game that can confuse two of my good friends. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's definitely a play for me. It's something I'm interested in learning more about, and I had a really good time hearing you guys talk about it, so I'm a play. Um, Eric, why don't we start with you? Yeah, it's uh, this game, I think it's very text-heavy. There there are some interesting things in it. I don't know. Having never like actually done RPG Maker, which I know is one of the games in the bundle, so it would be cool to like actually encounter it and maybe make some tiny RPGs. Um I yeah I don't know kind of what that process is, but I think there's too much writing sort of up top in this game, too much um, and too much non-interactive writing. A lot of internal monologuing stuff, a lot of uh, that kind of like uh, telling, not showing sort of stuff. I I would say a very interesting concept um, within it. Every time you die, time kind of passes, so like. The, you know, the world sort of shifts in, in some ways, which I think is, uh, you know, kind of interesting to this genre. But I it, it, it's probably going to end up being a pass for me just because it's it seemed it was a lot. It's a lot to get into. And then there's kind of whereas like, you know, like we were just talking about with Palace of Woe, where it's like you died and now like you can kind of just return to a sort of where you were like I, I died, wasn't yeah. able to kind of like retrace my footsteps in a way. And I wasn't necessarily um, compelled to find and explore a new angle. Um, but I think, you know, some some big and interesting swings in this, like, you know, the taste in a blueberry uh, <laughs> blob. Yeah, I've, I'm very much just like, whew, interesting. <laughs> but uh, I am compelled hearing about this. Yeah, I, that's... 
to me, that's it, it's just going to end up having to be a pass. Uh, what about you, Sean? Um, I uh, this is tough for me because I I agree with pretty much everything that you have said, uh, Eric. Um, I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give a tentative play. Okay. Um, I think just because like it is interesting. Like I I don't feel like I wasted my time playing it. Sure. And considering that, I don't think. I don't know how much this game costs because I got it in part of this bundle, but I don't think this game is a lot of money. Um, so I think it's, I, I don't think it would be a way, like there's a, there seems to be a lot to it. I'm, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's yeah. hard for me to say again, because I, um, Eric, you got a little bit further along than I did that I, I feel like there's a lot to it. So I like, I want, I guess this is more just me like wanting to know more. Um, Which, so it's like uh, yeah yeah like i don't know like I, I i think it's interesting i think there's something to it um i have mixed feelings about it but i'm gonna give a i'm gonna give like a like a like a kind of play That's it's fine. like right yeah, it's like great. right down the middle for me rpg yeah, yeah, maker yeah. games are interesting and yeah uh, you know it's at least that, somewhat it's, interesting yeah. if yeah um okay <laughs> the third game we played was guitar fretter by rob stenzinger a puzzle arcade guitar learning music game this game is about all I had the bandwidth for this week, so I did play this one. But uh, it's a guitar fretter. It's a game at memorizing note positions on the guitar fretboard. Battle the attacking music note-wearing creatures by matching their notes to the guitar fretboard. The action gets intense as you solve each level, unlock all the strings, and earn bonus points for full match frets and strings. Choose from four types of guitars. Standard six-string electric, seven-string electric, four-string bass, and five-string bass. So... It's it very much as described. This is like straight up <laughs> all the notes on a fretboard. It sort of uh, like emerges as the things come down, and the point yes. is to hit the note on there before it does it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a very weird little thing. It feels like a, yeah. a flash game you would have played in like two thousand three or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, I think this game. Okay, so my my thinking of of this was i was thinking maybe it would be like a uh you know like guitar a hero like, like a rhythm game exactly yeah, like yeah. a guitar hero like it'd be a rhythm game like there would be um um i thought there would be music in this game no, um it's no so that was my so when i started playing it um and you're just kind of hitting the notes and uh there is there is no music uh in this game no. Um, and you, well, you, were, you hear the yeah. notes as you play them. You do yeah. hear the notes that you play, which to some might be music. I, I I'm not certainly not going to. If you, it, that's the way you feel about it. I'm not it was it technically music because there were notes. Um, I think this game is mostly designed to teach people how to play guitar. Yes, yes. and that was the actual thing about it because the uh, what one thing that I found happening as I was playing this fucking game was that I would remember where notes were. Oh, that's cool. You know, so I was well, like, so I it happened. It, it happened like nine or ten times. So I was playing. I was like, oh yeah, that's where this is. It's like, oh hey, yeah, I see that some of the sharps are next to the other one. So if I see a sharp on there, I can go to the other one. You know, um, so I started to make little connections here and there. So now, uh, which and Alex it, is uh, buying a guitar. Time oh yeah, to, I mean, I, well, I'll tell you ready? what, I'm buying a guitar. I'm buying guitar hero again for sure. Well, what a fun go. game. <laughs> This game taught you how to play Guitar Hero. It's a game that reminds you that Guitar Hero is a fun game. Yeah. Um, Uh, Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely. I mean, like, it's funny, right? Because it is fairly the the animation is fairly rough. Um, Yeah. And um, so it doesn't have like 
the polish you would expect from a teaching game, but it mm-hmm. is kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, if you're learning how to play guitar and you've got this game, it's probably going to help. I mean, like, I, I think yeah. it might actually be useful. I don't know. It I, feels that way. I found I played like guitar just like very minimally, you know, in high school and uh, and college. And I found like that to be the most il- like elusive element of it, like where, you know, like it's guitars and like reading music that, that it doesn't really <laughs> Doesn't make a ton of sense because you're like no it's about it's about fifths and not eighths or like ninths yeah. you know it's it's really it's pretty um it's pretty difficult so i you know anything that's that's encouraging people to do more than tabs which is all i did just like yeah g- give me <laughs> give me the germs tabs give me black flag tabs and that was about yeah, yeah my extent yeah. of my guitar yeah, for me it was uh you know give me the wallflowers tabs oh and third nice eye blind, uh, give me the give me the dishwalla tabs please oh dishwalla <laughs> well let's let's hop into final thoughts i don't know how much okay. get this uh game really um <laughs> i so my final thoughts is i think long december is like a really good song it's <laughs> quite possibly one of my favorite christmas songs <laughs> uh okay. like truly like on unir- it started ironically and then unironically over the past oh, few yeah. years I, I, long december um oh, yeah. my uh my final thought is that i like uh, a lot of third eye blind stuff and i yeah. didn't uh know the song that goes losing a whole year yeah 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 i that's think that song is great first, uh, sean what's your song, what's yeah. your final thought um <laughs> my final thought uh let's see uh, what's that song by Seven Mary Three? Uh, cumbersome. I like that song. Oh, I'm so great. cumbersome to this. <laughs> right. to my girl. Uh, right. no, those are those are our final thoughts for the game. No, that's not our final <laughs> thoughts. Do for you want to you want to give a real final thought? Oh, well, it's you know it's fine. It's if you're learning guitar, play this game. Yeah. If you're not learning yeah. guitar, it, it's probably going to be a pass. It's not yeah, quite. It's um, the polish is not quite there as far as like a game goes. It's not quite a game but it's a thing that's like teaching you real life stuff and so you know maybe right now you're learning how to play guitar you're like kind of annoyed with the fact that you don't know where the fuck a sharp is you play this game a handful of times and you'll you'll find every single a sharp up and down uh you know the first eight frets or the first 13 frets i on the guitar I, I can't even actually you know what you need to go back and play some more of this game eric i think you'd really benefit <laughs> from it. Sean, what, are you, what are your final car fretter um i think it uh i think it's gonna have to be a pass i i mean like yes like if 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 you know if you really think it will be a good tool to uh you know like learn guitar like sure like you know i absolutely like i can see like alex was saying it's like yeah it could that might help you uh remember those notes after a little while like absolutely but um I, if if we're just talking like I want to sit down and just like play a fun game, um, I'm gonna say pass. Like this is not it's not a rhythm game. It's not really like a. It's just like as a game in and of itself. Like there just isn't really a lot to it for me. So yeah, I'm totally a pass. But it, yeah. I had a fun time fucking around with it a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I didn't hate myself when I played no. it. So. It's not, but it's it's barely a game. Uh, yeah. I do like that this person made something like this. I think it's cool and yeah. Uh, I had a little bit of fun with it, but I, I can't in good consciousness recommend it. Even yeah. just for the fact that like 
there it's the notes are randomized when they fall and so it just creates this cacophony it's yeah so it's not you're not like playing a song yeah, you're just playing just like really ding, dong, it sounds like someone dong. learning guitar which, yeah you know yeah, if you are so it's great. there you go if you want to recreate the experience uh, of learning your guitar that this is it freshman year baby here we yeah. go i'm coming back <laughs> all right sean that are those are the three games we played oh my goodness gracious those are the, those are the games those are the games, and you are a guy. And any uh, anything you want to plug, or where can folks find you online? Sure. Uh, you know what? I'll plug. I'll plug my things. So um, I do a. Uh, uh, I'm doing a a, a, a gaming web comic. Oh god! I can't believe we didn't uh, fucking talk about that. So funny. It is a. a I, how can I even explain it? It's a night. It's a living nightmare, um, <laughs> but I, I enjoy it very much. Um, uh, it's a, it's a parody. Uh, again, it gets into the story of the, your dense wiki esque yes. sense. It, it like, is a very niche uh, yeah. appeal. It is, it is a, it is a parody of, of, of gaming web comics from the mid two thousands, which I, I very much came up with. They're very much part of my DNA. Um, in the sort not of a casual misogyny, um, uh, yeah, penny arcade like and stuff like that. Yeah, it's very much in that vein. Um, and the 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 bit of it is that it's it was a comic that was made by a man named Sean Tuckley, and the, the running joke is that he's just a terrible man. Um, there's really all there is to it. And he's in jail. And he's right currently now. <laughs> in jail. Um, <laughs> and he's terrible, just an awful man. But whenever um, it gets posted, it's the same thing. Sean has like fans of the comic strip that will go back through and like make jokes about like as if they were on the boards. Yeah. Like, like the, when the, the these best thing about it out. is that the people who kind of get into it, um, yeah, I'll go along with it and pretend that they were on the like they were fans of Red Ring of Death in like 2006 or whatever. And <laughs> talk about how they were banned from the forums by Sean and all this stuff and um, yeah it's and very the, fun it's, the jokes there get very like i laugh out loud constantly at the comments and what people come up with oh it's, it's so funny incredible yeah. yeah people so yeah so that's um that's on twitter uh, it, it's the website uh, i'm working uh, with my friend zach on uh, getting a website up for it uh, which hopefully will be soon but right now just on twitter uh, rrod underscore comic uh, I also do a, a podcast called The Hornet's Nest. Uh, it is a show um, that uh, Alex, I think you've, you've been on. The, I have. Been on the I have been, I, yeah, I um, it is a show. Uh, it is the premise of it is that it's a radio show that is it's a classic rock radio show that it is hosted by a former supervillain uh, played by me. <laughs> Um, so it's every episode is is designed to be like a radio show and we have like our friends of ours who uh play callers that call in and stuff like that and um it's a lot of fun uh very, very fun that is also um uh on twitter we have a twitter present it's just like hornet's nest wrgw um it's on like Simplecast and spotify apple Podcasts, that sort of thing and uh i also do a podcast with uh steve and ben uh, my friend steve and ben steve winchell uh ben Vigen. Uh, called uh, the Last Best Babylon Five podcast, where we are watching through Babylon Five, a show that uh, I have never seen before, and neither has Steve. Only Ben has, and we are we are watching through it uh, and having a, having a having a ball. So uh, check that out. That's also that's like a Last Best B Five on like Twitter and Instagram, and uh, yeah, and that's also like on all wherever you find podcasts. Yeah, you, you'll find that one. So yeah, those are that those are my things. I love awesome. it. And what's uh. In general, I to any listeners uh, who are sort of like 
uh, in like one of their waking moments of their sleep cycle right now, I would strongly yeah. recommend uh, checking Sean out and following him. He's uh, a, can only be described as a serial creator. Has made a lot of really cool stuff over the years, and is always creating new interesting things. So definitely check him out and, and follow him and and, and uh, stick with it. I, I get a lot of joy out of checking out your stuff, Sean. So thanks thank for you. making. That's that. very kind of you to say. Thank you, and thank you very much for for having me on. This was a this was a blast. It was, was our goddamn pleasure. I don't I'm know so, what I would I'm have so done without playing sorry. a guitar fretter. It changed my life. <laughs> you know what? Uh, turned me into a guitar shredder. Yeah. Ooh. There <laughs> From you go. fretter to shredder. From fretter uh, to shredder. That was great. Oh, Alex, you know what? I think that we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Uh, next week, it's just us. We're playing some games from the recent Itch.io Summertime Selects bundle. It was available from 8489 and had nine really great games on it. Uh, sorry if you missed it. Hopefully next time, if we cover more stuff like this, we'll be more on top of it and we can try to do the review before it's gone. Um, the Itch Select bundles uh, are some of the best values you can get out there. It's just like a bunch of games for pretty cheap that's been hand-selected by the Itch crew. So whenever they drop, it's an automatic cop. Whenever they drop, it's an automatic <laughs> cop uh, for me. Um, the games we played are Mixolumia from Dave Makes, a lo-fi chill falling block puzzler. Uh, a Hand with Many Fingers from Celestia, a first-person investigative thriller, and Sundered from Thunder Lotus, a hand-drawn chaotic Metroidvania. That's the one that Eric was like, we're going to play it in a few playing, weeks. Yeah, I've been playing it. Uh, it's it's a fun. It's a fun. Huh? Yeah, it's a fun. Alex, I love you. I love you too, and we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a review there, please, and track us down at the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. This is the part now where we say, "Yeah, I yeah. jumped, I jumped the, I jumped the boat." Or, we usually jump the boat. It's fine. Anyway, bundle buddies. And you know what? <laughs> I love you for it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sign us out. You ready for it? Yeah. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neoshiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi. Nice.